Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are so glad that you are joining us on this sort of soggy day to talk about all things food and fun. Uh, we have Gail, who's hanging on the line, who lovely hang- hung out over the last S. Stephanie portion. Gail, what can we do for you today? Yeah, I have a question. Okay. Um, I've got a huge milestone birthday coming up, and I was thinking about maybe doing a chef's table. For like 15 at a restaurant, and I wondered if you had any recommendations. Okay. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy, happy birthday. Thank you. Do you have any sort of of parameters on what kind of food you like, or is it just kind of out there? It's just out there. Okay. So one of the ones I will tell you, if you like wine and if you like to explore wine and natural wines, there's a little chef's table at Bar Brava that I did with a bunch of girls uh, last month or or so, and it was just so much fun to kind of really, like, we basically tried all this new natural wine that a lot of stuff we'd never tried before, and we just had plates that we passed around, and it was kind of very loose, but it was really cool to do, like, sort of that wine experience that was sort of fun and funky, you know, a little bit loose, but totally new to a lot of us. So that was a good one. Hanson, do you have one? I, yeah, I like this little restaurant called Tenant, and it's not necessarily a chef's table, as it were, but it's a very small restaurant that has only a few tables and a counter. And I think that that would be a super fun way to go. And it's a little bit different. Um, if you're feeling real splurgy, I mean, Demi is a pretty amazing experience. But I think if you're looking for 15 people at Demi, that's not possible. Can't you call and rent it out? I mean, I guess you could. That I guess. Yeah, I guess I think like you probably want to sit at a big table like across from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. the only thing with that, those kind of things is like you're in this counter and you don't really have that chatty ability. I what about like. then like Kato no Mise and doing that upstairs? That's going to be real different and in a good way, but it's a Japanese omakase, so little teeny bits and bites. The only thing about that, and I'm just saying is because I've done that with a couple people and that is a lot of fun. Just you're there for three hours. Just make sure you understand that. Um, here's a fun one, I think. What about Petite Atelier? What about doing the Jamie Malone space mm-hmm. where you all, there's a huge table there and you just kind of, you kind of sit in for this and you you could either have the entire space or she does certain weekends that they're doing things. Um, you know, I don't know if it aligns with your birthday to do that kind of thing, but that I think is a lot of fun. But what's the name of that one? It's Petite Atelier. Jamie Malone, and basically she just does, you know, they have like this great French menu and you're in this big room that is gorgeous, best lighting ever. And uh, just, it's sort of like, it's sort of like almost having like a catered event for you. And Kaluna too. Yes. If you've got enough time um, and you can book it out a little bit, that is um, Chef Anne Ahmed's place in South Minneapolis that's sort of Asian, Laotian, lots of different cultures. It's Southeast Asian, and it's got she's got a really great table in this sort of little back area that has like a bunch of textiles, and it's got its own little kitchen bar area too. That's a good one. Very and then fun. also we uh, like a good cocktail type experience would be um, with at fiftieth uh, and Francie Dinah. Um, I don't know what your little po' boy shop. Oh. Yeah, you're talking about Mr. Paul's. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Awesome. Okay, yeah, good luck, Gail. Happy birthday. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Okay, ciao, ciao. Big birthday fun. I know. All right, it's time for top two in hour two. Give me the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now, the one, Weekly one, Dish 
presents Top 2, Top 2 The Top 2 Pick your best two In our two Alright, give me two Alright, this is the time where we talk about a couple things that we are super loving this week You okay. want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first, okay. Okay, I'm going to take the fact of uh, we have an event coming up this week um, that I wanted to make sure that you guys knew about. It's the say it's the next installment of Stories Behind the Menu. And remember the first one we did with High on the Hog, which, by the way, is up for a James Beard nomination, that, that docu, docu-series. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting. Um, but this time, we're, so we're doing Stories Behind the Menu. We're doing it on Cinco de Mayo, and we're going to be at, you know, it's at Modern Well. And this is a dinner. And the chef this time, you guys, is uh, uh, Amalia Domgard. Moreno. So Moreno Domgard. So Amalia uh, is, she's has her great book, Amalia's Mesoamerican Table. And she's going to be, we're going to have this multi-course dinner and it's a good time to chat. We kind of mix everybody up at your tables and we kind of, and really want you guys to like, we want people to come in and chat and learn something, learn, you know, new people and meet people, but also eat really delicious food and learn about um, things past just, you know, Cinco de Mayo, I guess. And what I really love is that Mesoamerica is really what we're talking about when with her cooking is that really beautiful, rich fertile chunk in central america is that's kind of the aim that's where we're aiming i hope that's what we get served because i'm going to that dinner i know i'm excited a rich fertile Fertile chunk chunk of something of of latin (laughs) america America. (laughs) land on your plate it could be a man too i I don't know know. i'm telling you that it's just a beautiful afternoon it should be a great evening of just like discussion and food and hanging out at Modern Well. So we're excited by that. So All there's right. still tickets available, 150 bucks for non-members, 125 for members. Okay, I'm going to do a threefer. Okay, threefer. First of all, this is a quick one. The Pilsner from Prize Brewing. And I don't know what the name of it is, uh, but I will find out. <laughs> it is a 4.5% alcohol Pilsner. Yeah. And it's very full-bodied tasting. Sure. But also, like, not a huge amount of alcohol, so it's something that would be considered probably a lawnmower beer. Yep. And it's pragmatic. Pragmatic Pilsner. Got it. It's a Czech-style Pilsner. I don't love Pilsners a lot of times. I do. Because they're a little flat for me, but it was great in all the right ways and could be just a great summer beer. I love a Pilsner because it tastes like bready. You know what I mean? And then that just is, it's like toasty and bready. And sometimes I'm just in the mood for that. And I don't want the big hops. I don't want, you know, all of that stuff. And it just gives me that feeling of beer and crisp beer, beer. Yeah. Like kind of, yeah. Your first beer almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love that one. Okay. Okay. So pragmatic Pilsner is number one. Okay. Uh, Number two, if you go to uh, Viver inside Centro and you sit at the bar you can order this thing called the Berea, which is, of course, the... Berea. It's uh, shredded meats, beef in particular, folded up inside a tortilla that's griddled, and it has a crispy layer of cheese, and then you dip it in, like, this beef consomme. Yeah, that's Berea. And the it's real good... The sauce. Or at the, Viver. Yeah, at Viver. Mm-hmm. Got it. At Centro. Okay, so they have a good Berea. It's a taco. It, it, we had two of them. Yeah. And it was delicious. Good. Loved. I've, uh, yeah, there's a little place up by where I live that opened up called, you know, the Bodega Taco Bar. Mm-hmm. Their, their burrito tacos are also outstanding, which Yum. is like heaven that I get to walk up there. So I like dipping tacos in juice. Yeah. 
There's a couple. There's a there's a lot. The Bria game in town is stepped strong. up. Uh-huh. It's strong. Um, okay, my second one is going to be Boom and Barbecue, which you mentioned earlier. But I did have the chance to go and have uh, some preview burgers with the boys at Boom and Barbecue, who are parked in the Ambibulous parking lot, and which is in Northeast, kind of right by Minneapolis Cider Company, right by Headfire Brewing. Um, I really just love those cats. They're crazy and fun. They're intense about like how they do their food. And so they've rejiggered their Juicy Lucy this year and they've made a different beef blend that they're working with, but they've also, they're house making their cheese. So they're taking a Milton cheddar and then like working it to make it into an American type cheese. Huh? I know. So it's kind of exciting. They're playing around. They've got good stuff. I think their buns are fresh and beautiful and it's just been, it's really good. And they have, you can do a doubles. You can do singles or doubles, regular burgers, which are also quite delicious. They super pepper their patties. If you like a peppered patty, it's a good one to go. <laughs> pepper patty. I like to say peppered patty. Um, and then, uh, and then the Juicy Lucy is kind of a, kind of a, you know, like a, it's like a good steak that they put in the ground. They also obviously have crazy good barbecue. Brisket has always been one of their top cats. Um, I think they're starting to roll, like they're going to do like a slow roll with the menu. So stay tuned. They just opened, they opened today at noon. If you like, these trucks and you like the burger trucks and the barbecue trucks and the taco trucks, a little public service announcement. The weather has been so brutal. I'm going to add sea salt to this list too. The weather has been so brutal for these people and they opened in April because Minnesotans love a good early spring. And then they do a good business on a Saturday, but it's pouring rain. The weekdays aren't great. If you love these kind of things, you can go and get takeout and you can bring it home or you can bring it to your favorite brewery. You just if you can keep supporting them, many of these folks are having a hard time because the weather has just been right. so long and so unpleasant. Yes. Very so true. Maybe today yeah, I will like visit ignore, one of my favorite trucks. Ignore the rain and, and just go. I'll get some takeout yeah. and then I'll either go sit at home or I'll bring it to Udapils or somewhere else and enjoy sure. it. Good idea. Okay, but so that's my public service announcements. My last one is a new over. cookbook that I got over the week that I really am enjoying called Salad Freak. Good. And basically just this idea that salad isn't just lettuce. Yeah. Salad is grain. Salad is beans. Salad is potatoes. We've done we've done a good job of advocating for that, I yeah. think, on this show. But and that's I'm, good to know there's a book. I'm looking forward to uh Summer of Salads. Summer of Salads, everybody. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, you guys. We come back. Uh, I believe we have uh, Hesse on the line, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about Cinco de Mayo. Okay, we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. All right, we have our friend Stephen Hesse on the phone, and he is the owner of Pajarito and also Lucky 13. Hi, Stephen. Hey, how are you doing today? We are good. So good. I think one of my... I think one of my favorite stories about you was long ago at the St. Paul College when you put down a giant pig head on my table. Yes. Yes, I did. It was amazing. Was I and did do that. Yeah, we loved, uh, we loved it, but it was like, wow, this guy. So you and Tig have really taken the Twin Cities by storm here, buying all the Lucky 13s. You've got the Pajaritos and Edina in St. Paul. And then I saw something over the weekend that you're doing um, a speakeasy kind of chef series, too. Yeah, so in the basement in Mendota, Lucky 13, we have a, a little speakeasy called the Mudroom. It's been around for a few years. Yeah. Um, and we're starting up uh, we're starting up a chef series with some of the chefs in town. And 
uh, trying to get back to kind of what we did a couple of years ago at different restaurants and having some fun and getting chefs back out and kind of show what we can do in the city still. Yeah. You guys are great chefs and you're friends with a lot of great chefs. So that'll be a good little boutique fun thing to do. Totally fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about Pajarito. So the St. Paul yes. location, you've got the Edina location, and we have Cinco de Mayo coming up on May 5th. What are you guys planning? Well, we have kind of a three-day event uh, events going on at both locations. Um, Saturday at the St. Paul location will be our big uh, tent party that we've done uh, the last, you know, before COVID, of course. Yeah. Uh, we did it about three, four years in a row. It was a blast. We have a bunch of different bands, local bands. Uh, we have food outside. We have beer tents. We have margaritas. Um, and then at both locations, Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, we're running some uh, featured specials and some featured menus and some cocktails. Um, Edina, we have our private dining space in the basement that we'll have uh, small music at, you know, more intimate style music in our private dining space, and we'll do a little special menu down there and just kind of get back to having some fun. Can you talk about your private dining space in Edina? Because I didn't think I that you had any. Yeah, so we have a full private dining space. We've been doing uh, weddings, business events. You know, we have a bar down there so we can staff it. You kind of have your own little restaurant down there. There's really cool murals that we had painted uh, by a local artist. Um, and it, it's awesome. So you can, we feed up to about 75 people down there. Um, get, and we could do plated, we could do buffet, we do private events, whatever, whatever anybody wants. And as long as I have you on the line, cause we get tons of question about graduation. Yes. Do you guys have a, a yeah. situation for that? hundred percent. Yeah, we will do, we will, we can cater to pretty much anything. Okay, I love that because obviously Mexican food makes great party food. So good and for parties, food. yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I had to ask you because you guys have one of my favorite margaritas there. You have a spicy margarita that I'm just crazy about. Yeah. If you're going to... Habanero cilantro, yep. Oh, yes. so good. It's one of my favorites, and I think it's won some awards, too, as, like, the best margarita in the Twin Cities. Yeah. If you were yeah. going to make, like, a margarita at home for Cinco, how would you make it? Like, what's your special magic? You know, fresh ingredients is always the best. I mean, you can go to the store and buy the over-the-counter jugs of mixes, but, you know, at Pajarito, we do all our cocktails fresh and house squeezed. Um, you know, so a nice fresh juice and kind of add into the simple syrups, kind of have some fun with it like we do. We do the cilantro simple syrup, so you can add some different flavors to your homemade simple syrup. And, you know, I like using decent good tequila. You know, Alhimador is what we use um, a lot for our, our base margarita cocktails and then uh, Horadora is their higher end brand of tequila that we use and it depends on if you like more smoky or more aged you know you can do the Reposados you can do the Añejos or you can stick with your Blanco which is pretty a uh, you know a mellow flavor to kind of just uh, cut through that sweetness a little bit. Do you guys ever do tequila tastings there because I feel like between mezcal and tequila there is such a a range of things to know. And it's really hard to do that unless you actually get someone that to walk you through in a tasting. Absolutely. Our staff is well-trained on all the tequilas. We, we do have tastings with some of our distributors and tequila uh, specialists in town for sure. We, we were talking about uh, trying to do some tequila events coming up here in the near future, especially in that private dining space. Yeah. Um, so that's something we'll definitely look into to doing because we, we actually went down uh, before COVID. We went down and picked out our own uh, tequila from Horadura. And um, so we have our own bottle style picked out tequila that we use for some of our cocktails. I love it. Pajarito. 
All right. Well, so Unlucky 13 is just like, uh, it's sort of like a locally owned sports bar, but I love it. It has popcorns. It's got a huge menu. Yeah. It's like something for everyone. Yeah, we got we got the pubs all around town from Bloomington to Mendota up to Plymouth. And then we have Yankee Tavern, which is our barbecue style set up over on in Egan. And we have the Clover we opened last year down in Rosemount. And yeah. then we have me and Julio's and Hastings that does well, a little Tex-Mex joint. Um, we'll be doing uh, uh, actual Cinco de, Marty, Cinco de Mayo party there as well out in the parking lot. So we're kind of all over the town just kind of. Trying to keep going like everybody else is. Are you so, so busy, my friend? I mean, are you taking time to breathe? Absolutely. You know, Tyg and I are, you know, we kind of jump around town every day and every week. And we have good help, you know, good staff. We have great operations help. Um, and we just kind of all work together as one big team. So it works out really well. How is it feeling coming out of the pandemic? Like, is it more challenging than you would have thought? Or is it going Ab- a little easier? Absolutely. Um, you know, we have our ups and downs, you know, just like everybody else does. I, it seems like when the news is negative, the, the sales and the, the hardships are harder. Um, when the news is positive, it seems, the, you know, the staff and the guests are positive. So it just kind of, it kind of depends on how the news goes that week or that day. You know, staffing, of course, is still a little bit of an issue. You know, of course, everybody sees the grocery bill, you know, and when they go to the grocery store, I mean, groceries are going through the roof. So, you know, in such a small margin style of, concepts you have you know everybody in the restaurant business bars you know it's it's tough but you know we just keep chugging along i I have always said that restaurant tours and bars and everybody are are the kings of kings and queens of pivots these days we just kind of learn and turn and and kind of go the direction that we can do the best we can for our staff and our guests and and everybody else so also you guys like west seventh is becoming a little like I mean, there's always been action happening up more towards Excel Center, but on your side of West 7th now, there's a lot of cool bars happening and a lot of more yeah. walkability. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, when we, when we first opened in 16, you know, there really wasn't much around us, and um, we kind of, you know, we're a little bit farther down from the Excel Center, so we're in a different part of the neighborhood, and now after the last couple of years, you see it grow, and it's, it's awesome. It helps us. It helps uh, the community, it helps uh, the city. You know, it, it's it's a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we are excited for you guys to bring back your tent party. Thanks for being a guest on Weekly Dish. And yeah. we'll run into you soon, friend. Yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to both of you. I miss you guys. Hope to see you guys soon. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I do want to shout out, uh, Amy sent us a little recommendation or a little endorsement. She says, hey, ladies listening, and I have to chime in on Sushi Train. It's important. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. She says uh, she and her college-age daughter were there for lunch. It was a great experience. Totally affordable. 55 bucks for both of us. Casual, fun, and tasty. Great for small groups. And when you have people visiting from out of town. Also, if you grew up in Minneapolis in the 80s, 90s, the whole area, it's nostalgic and it's always good fun. Okay. So I thought that was really nice. Also, I want to shout out to Kathy, who sent me a recipe for savory Parmesan French toast with oh, hollandaise sauce. So, what is it? What's in it? Um, like wh- what's the, I know it's savory, but, um, let me just see. It's just, so it's basically like, uh, I think it's just looks like it's Parmesan eggs, whole milk, heavy cream, Parmesan, dry mustard, a little hot sauce on top, you know, kind of, the, I mean, okay. like 
Savory, I mean, French toast is French toast, right? Right. It's pretty easy. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. I don't know. But I just think the idea is that you don't put the sugar in, and then you zhuzh it up how you want. Right. So, but I do love the idea of having the milk, cream, eggs, Parmesan, mustard powder, hot sauce in the dip. Like in your, in the, yeah. The batter. That's kind of what you put in macaroni and cheese. Kind of is. I mean, same. I mean, kind of is. Proportions, but right? same. Okay. I and- love that. A couple other just Cinco de Mayo events. Yeah. Um, so El Burrito, obviously the, the what is it? When you're a senior, when you pave the way for everybody else, what's that a called? Pioneer? You're the jefe. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be doing uh, a lote all day. They're going to have a DJ from five to eight, uh, $5 classic margaritas, their happy hour. And then El, um, in addition to that, our folks at um, the Midtown Global Market, they are going to have Manny's Tortas. We'll have Tacos El Pastor, three of those for five bucks. That's a great deal. Eastlake Craft Brewery, Salsa a la Salsa. Andy's Garage is going to have horchata shakes. And they're going to have salsa dancing and fun stuff for kids and Mexican bingo. Lots of great stuff. Yeah, so that's your whole uh, Cinco de Mayo. My Cinco de Mayo is going to be with you and Amalia Domgard at that dinner at yeah. Modern Well. I'm looking forward to that. I think I'm super great with that. Um, hey, I wanted to let you know what's happening next week. Something, yeah, something that's cool going on. that Jeremy Prize was telling me about. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys know, but um, the Craft Brewers Conference is the National Craft Brewers Con- Conference is going to be here. It's America's largest craft brewing industry gathering, and it's happening all next week, May second through the fifth. So it's all next week. So I just want you to know, like, do not be surprised if you see a lot of bearded dudes in town. I was just going to say, <laughs> will we be able to spot the them? beard factor will be up. Um, and that is kind of, but I mean, let's be clear. It's not just beer and it's not just dudes. It's our beards and dudes. There's like 10,000 people coming. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a huge thing. And there's a lot of people who are going to be, you know, excited to be in the city and kind of experiencing our city. And if you love, you know, anything to do with craft beer and maybe you're a little bit of a fan, but you're not in the industry. If you're a fan of like, say, you know, Russian River Brewing or, you know, somebody from, um, you know, a place like like, you know, out west or like Anchor Steam or whatever, Fat Tire, those kind of places, most likely people from that will be in town. They will be here. So if you're really kind of interested in that, think about hitting some up some of your local breweries because there's a lot of events there's a lot of things that are f- for attendees, but then there's like the breweries themselves are just kind of showing up and having showcases, a good time. Yeah, and they want people to come to their places. Yes. And, and so I'm just going to tell you a few things that are happening. Um, Prize Brewing, we've just been talking about them. Um, they're doing craft. They're calling it just craft beer week, which means that they are doing special releases. Um, they've got that. The pills that you're talking about is the Riverfront Keller pills. Um, and that's in collaboration with the incredible Prost Brewing in Denver. So not your pills. This is a special yep, collab, a special pills, one. But the but pills if is the it's same. Anything like the pills uh, that I had? Yeah, they've got a cloud control hazy IPA. They've got and they've got this Idle Forest Soiree, which is this beer wine hybrid that I wrote about last week. Yeah, can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, let's do that. Um, first, let me just say that Prize has has live music on Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you're thinking like. You want to go and ex- there's going to be lots of brewers and live music those days. Um, so what they're doing, which is really cool, I think, is Jeremy is uh, kind of a mad scientist. And he's, you know, really helped to make this um, brewery really successful in a very short time, I think. And we were laughing about it because when Minneapolis St. Paul, we had a beer fest, the Harvest Beer Fest, like 
you know, one or two. That's yeah. it. And then we're like, wait, we're not good at this. Actually, we're just like, this feels like other people could do this better than us. And sure. so, um, but we had a Harvest Beer Fest and we had a great one at the American Swedish Institute. He didn't even have his brewery set up yet. He was doing brewing out of other people's places. But that was the first time we'd ever tried the Miraculum, which is oh, excellent IPA. IPA. And we gave him a, uh, I made him, I made a growler as the award for like the beer. Who wins it? But I, I covered the growler with gold macaroni. Like it was totally like your kid's art Cute. project. Anyway, he still has it. We were laughing about that. But he's a guy who I think has done incredible things in brewing and just really kind of, you know, made a solid, secure business and thought about it like a business and built it up. And now he's like, all right, now that you guys are good and we're feeling really secure, I'm going to go on the side here. I'm going to play with wild sours, like yeast strains and crazy things. And he's super into it. And one of the things he's doing is creating a beer and wine hybrid. Like he didn't invent this, but basically what you do is you have an aged ale, you know, that has sour, you know, that has like yeasts and stuff, like what you would think of as a sour Mm -hmm. fermented beer. And then you add grape must to it and then you let it ferment some more. And then you kind of let that kind of all work together and then you put it into the bottle and it ferments for a third time. So you have this really funky thing that has, you know, kind of a natural wine feel to it, but it's beer. What does it taste like? It's tart. Uh, the the Cabernet Soiree that he's debuting today, you can start buying it in bottles today at Prize Brewing, which is in kind of North Loopish over off River Road, the river. West River Road. West River Road. Um, is uh, it's, you, it, it's a ruby red. You know, it looks like you might think it was going to be like a sweet, you know, kind of a thing. And what you do is you 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 get like a very tart and acidic sort of that sour beer feel to it. But underneath it, there's this little like fruitiness that is not like sweet fruity, but wine fruity. You know, the difference between those two things like I'm really curious to try it. You should, because it's to me the immediately I was like, so it's like a pet nat wine, which is a, yep. you know, my favorite little like in bottle naturally, fermented. naturally fermented, you know, kind of funky thing. And it is. um I, I just thought it was a great food wine. Like it would be what I would want with food, like a sparkling that you would want to eat, you know, fattier things with. Cause that's when you have acidic wines and you get a good fatty steak. Those two things really uh-huh. work together in my mind. They cut and they work to in, in melody. Yeah. Kind of like uh, I was thinking about the animales burger and then sure. those cucumber pickles with exactly. the vinegary. And it's, it's exactly. just like, like you oh, can't have yum. all fat, you need the bite. Yeah. And that's what and that one too, when like it hits your mouth and it gets you that salivating, like it totally fires your salivary glands. I just made and it. And it's salivary. like a, it just gives all of that mouthfeel, just a, like a cleaning, yummy, yeah. delicious. Finish. And I gotta tell you, he's playing with a lot of things like that soiree, that's gonna be available, like I said, today, starting to a limited run of bottles. So if you're feeling like you wanna try it. You should probably get over to Prize yep. today, um, because especially if there's a bunch of beer nerds in town, they're going to probably drink all of oh, it. Yeah. So get over there. Um, but he's also thinking about, and the fact is, is that there's a bunch of, of uh, he's got a bunch of stuff in the works. So this summer, we're going to be able to find this great Cabernet or um, uh, Sauvignon Blanc that he has rested on Satsuma oranges. So he's done the wild ale, and then he's done this Cabernet or these Sauvignon grapes. And then he's now letting it sit on just hanging out with all these Satsuma oranges. And then he's going to filter that. And it's like 
Dang. Huh. It's exciting. Yeah. I like all that kind of experimental. Yeah. And I mean, think about just sours in general. We weren't drinking sours like six years ago. No. Well, I think, you know, we had like New Ulm, you know, has, you know, we had the Northern Star program in New Ulm with shells. And that is, a, those sours are spectacular and beautiful. And then, you know, Fair State does a lot of sours, I feel like. And, they, you know, Boom Island does sours. But when was like the first time you can recall having a Roselle, which is the Fair State um, hybrid sour? Yeah, it's a hybrid, right? But it's delicious. It is. But I, I feel like... And maybe it's been longer than it's that. It's been a little bit longer because they had a mixed culture. So it's mixed cultures is what you is the kind of the idea of taking strains and everything else and using and aging your beer. That's a mixed culture moment. And, you know, uh, Fair State has had a mixed culture fest for a couple of years. We're having these weird, um, not weird in a bad way, weird in a good way, like kombucha type strainy right. yeasty things happening, too. Yeah. And we're also seeing, um, like, with the um, ciders. Yeah. Some. Well, and he's playing with some ciders and yeah. and fermenting those with beer and doing the hybrids and all this kind of stuff. And he's fermenting ciders. He's got apples that he's fermenting and doing yep. these things with it. And that guy, uh, Jim Tower from Fermentation Station, yes. if you see, like, his fermented cherries, pick those up. Like, he's doing weird and weird in a good way. Just yes. let me just. How about. Interesting. Interesting, that, sure. But non Minnesota interesting, which means you don't understand it, but just <laughs> Yes. So he's doing like fermented cherries and fermented apples and using that and then um you know, we've been talking about old fashions and you can find those uh fermentation station pickles and fermented things at uh, the co-ops. And yeah. also you can order on his website, yes. Fermentation Station. Um, okay, so a couple more craft brewing things that are happening sure. that are interesting. If you want to get to Inbound Brew Co., uh, which is in, you know, kind of North Loopy, um, they are uh, they are doing some really fun stuff this week. On Monday, they have got, uh, <laughs> they have a tribute to Dolly Parton. Oh, so they'll be playing covers of favorite Dolly songs all night long. No cover charge. They've got a great food truck, Sandy's Grill and Italian Ice will be there. On Tuesday, they are doing. Um, they're just. They have got the a little a little too short to be stormtroopers. Is a band that they are doing. <laughs> That's the band, and they're. Uh, they've got a whole big playlist of fun stuff going on there. Wednesday's trivia mafia. So they've got you know God love trivia mafia, which is so good. Um, Lord, La Tortilla Catering will be there Thursday. They're doing twelve. Dollar pictures of Selly all day, and the parlor food truck on Thursday is going to be there. And then Friday, they're going to have uh, musician Matt Hanna and all over the coals. I mean, it's just basically you're going to see there's a shuttle bus that is going from the Twin Cities from the CBC conference, and so they're going to be stopping, you know, along the way for some of these breweries. And so they're really like pulling out all the stops. I really love this. Um, the other one I wanted to shout out before we have to go is Tilt. Uh, Fair Pinball, State yeah. is going to be at Tilt Pinball, Pinball Bar on uh, Wednesday, May 4th. And they're doing a free day of play. So it's all free tin, uh, pinball at Tilt with Fair State. And they're doing $12, gets you any specialty hot dog and a beer. Okay, what day is that? Because that sounds real fun. Thursday? Well, that one is Wednesday, May 4th. Wednesday. But okay. you can't go because you're coming to Lush Bingo with me. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you on the bingo call? I am doing bingo. On Wednesday? Yep, we're doing bingo on Wednesday the 4th. It's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. And I might wear... I No, I can't wear Princess Leia buns anymore because I cut my hair. I'm going oh, well. to Suki and Mimi, too. I know. All right, Sorry. guys. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about actually more... 
locals that we love. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for hanging today. It's been, uh, hopefully, you guys are planning your day and making your meals and doing your lists, and you're going to have a good one of it. I uh, I got a new dog, Stephanie. I know. I'm We've... excited about Flat Stanley. Yeah. Why do you call him Flat Stanley? I don't know. His name's Stanley. And remember, like, when you were had grade school kids and they did the Flat story Stanley. about Flat Stanley? Yeah. I just keep calling him Flat, Flat Stanley. Stanley. I don't know. I, d- I was going to change the name. And it's not like he really knows he's a Stanley, but I couldn't think of anything else. And we've always had dogs that have had people names. So I was like, Stanley's fine. Yeah. 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 He's real cute. Good. So you're going to like hang out with him and like make sure he gets comfortable. And yeah, each day is a little more like, okay. Okay. And he's uh, starting to bring me. He did bring me my eyeglasses the other day. You're kidding. Nope. Just grabbed him off the, I have him on a, by my nightstand Yeah, and just brought him to me. Just like had him in his mouth and yep. brought him over. And I was like, okay, I hope this is like helpful, helpful and, and not, not like on your toy. way to chewing my glasses. Yes. That is a tough one. Um, wow. That's acceptance. And though, you know. Yeah. yeah and he keeps bringing nice. Kurt his sock. Okay. Just one. Okay. Just one. Here you go, bud. Got your sock for and, you. You know, my dog was 18, so she was pretty much asleep for 14 hours a day. Yeah. So it was a real low-maintenance dog situation. Yeah. Uh, this is like, oh, yeah, I can't look at my phone. You're here. You need attention. Yes. This is why it's I don't good. have a dog. It's good. Uh, we did have a caller, someone who called and asked about uh, where to get the best broasted chicken. And I'm going to give you two spots, actually. Okay. One is the Coop, which is in, uh, it's kind of West St. Paul, or South St. Paul, sorry. It's 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 kind of off of 494 and Concord Street. Okay. Um, and it has been there forever. It is the cutest little, like, place. It feels like you're walking into an old-timer diner, you know, kind of thing, but it's just a little shop. They've got roasted chicken. Um, I mean, I put them on a list a million years ago. I remember like. that. Do you remember when I was driving uh-huh. around? My car smelled like fried chicken. And your whole car smelled like chicken, and yeah. you ate so much chicken, you were sick. So much chicken, I was sick. So, But I love this chicken. This is a good roasted chicken. The other one is called The Lookout, and that's in Maple Grove. So that's the other side. Um, and they have really nice... And that's a really fun bar to go hang out into, by the way. They have, like, pull tabs and fun things. So. I love that. You I'm love that. addicted to pull you tabs. Love that. My goodness. Um, and I do love a roasted chicken because it's a little thinner of a crisp. You know what I mean? And it's just a little bit, you know... I don't know. I love a roasted chicken. I just don't ever think about going to find it. Yeah. Um, so we got that. Uh, did we have another question? I missed that one. No. Okay. So, um, what is, uh, what's, okay, so let's talk about what else is going on in the week, this week, or yeah. around town. Uh, we have to talk about Maconda, that's coming to Wyzetta, the Danny Del Prado. Oh, and the record store bar, yeah. or the record, record bar. Record bar. Taking over the Wyzetta Brew Works, this is going to be uh, Daniel Del Prado's, uh, you know, new restaurant with Aaron Switz, who is, you know, his partner at Josefina. But they've been working on this since... You know, they started doing Josefina, quite honestly. Um, but they were maybe it was maybe not going to happen a couple times. So this is going to be they've totally gutted the brewery. So not a brewery at all. And they're going to be doing uh, kind of Mexico City global eats there. You know, like if you think about how Mexico City food is, it's like there's it's just this massive city, very cosmopolitan. And a lot of cuisine sort of filter through the lens of Mexican down there. And that's what I think he's going to do. I like it. Yeah. And then uh, Switz is a huge record store bar fan because he went to Japan and saw a bunch. And so they're going to have this cool little vinyl lounge where people are going to spin. And I love that. I like it too. And it's something new and different. Totally. Um, You know, we have the weekly dish instant potter group that Mm -hmm. if you have an instant pod and you're interested, you can join. It's free on Facebook. Just search Weekly Dish Instant Potters. 
But there is a new Instant Pot cookbook that's kind of making the rounds called The Simple Comforts. It's a step-by-step Instant Pot cookbook by the guy that does Pressure Luck Cooking, and that's his Instagram handle. Oh, yeah? Jeffrey Eisner. Sure. Uh, Barbara Lyons, who's one of our uh, trusty listeners that helps us with that page by posting a lot. She yeah. went and saw him speak and said it's a great Instant Pot cookbook. Oh, so step-by-step good. Instant Pot cookbook if you're looking for that. Okay, good, 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 good. Um... Uh, did you know that, did you ever go to Edward's Dessert Kitchen no, in North Loop? I don't even know what that is. So it was, so it was, uh, it's just like a dessert oh, bar. Edward's Desserts. Yeah, never yeah. did. So it's reopening. They're opening okay. this week. Uh, they're opening back up this week and they had closed, you know, for it's the right pandemic. across the street from J.D. Hoyt's. It, it's right across from Red Rabbit. Yep. So, I mean, J.D. Hoyt's is down the other way. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So sorry. it's right sorry, from sorry. Red Rabbit. Um, but it is, uh, they're basically, it used to be affiliated with Schwann's. I don't think it is anymore. Um, but it was a, you know, sort of a test kitchen, but this is like lots, if you are like dessert focused, you want some sweets, you want to go get a cocktail and like a cheesecake. This is your place. Like they have a great full bar, but then they've also got blueberry buttermilk cheesecake, salted butter, chocolate chip cookies, all the good things. They do have some savory. They have like a little bit of, you know, pizza toast and like, uh, you know, kale and artichoke heart dip and stuff. But it's not a restaurant. It's more of a desserts restaurant. You know, and it's kind of nice, like, because the North Loop has like a whole neighborhood vibe where you can go from place to place. Yeah. And that's a great place to finish up. I think so, too. Um, What else do we want to know about? Oh, so here's an interesting thing today. Uh, You know, the Schmidt Artist Spring Art Crawl is happening uh, this weekend at the Schmidt Brewery. So Mancini's, you know how they took over the Ross Keller? Yep. Over there? They're opening it up today if you want to go see it. Oh, that's cool. I think it's a really fun idea that you can go. So it's in the it's in the bear or the keg house, which is a little bit off of like the keg and case market is in one area. And then you go over to where that rock eatery and that Rose Street bread lab is. And that has, you know, because that's the artist lofts are across the parking lot a little bit. Um, and they're doing, they're opening the Russ Keller, which is like, you guys, it is a it's very cool, cool gem in the city to see. It's in the basement. It's the old Schmidt, like, dining hall. I'm going to Mancini's for dinner. Oh, you should pop over there and yeah. snap some snaps. Maybe I should. I mean, it's going to be dark, but yeah. Oh, you're going to Mancini's <laughs> for dinner today. I'm a little jealous. Yep. With, I think they have dancing. <sighs> going with Casey and Lori. Oh, you and are? my friend Julie. Yep. Oh, okay. You're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. That's nice. It's always a good, day, good time at Mancini's. It's been oh, a while. For sure. Hey, if you're out and about today, also, you want to pop into to you, uh, young, <laughs> hi, Union Mung Kitchen over at Gray's because Yia is doing a special thing called Munglish today and it's all about his uh the way that he kind of likes you know he's grown up with in two different cultures he has the Hmong culture and then he has the american culture and Mary, uh it's called mecca mika the way that the Hmong refer to american things and so his big thing is like he's a little bit Hmong and a little bit mika yeah so he's got some great specials that he's doing for fun he's got taro chip nachos that Yum. he's doing a banh mi brat they've Yum. got hill tribe tots um, and they're doing a Mika burger and a steak salad with and ramen noodles with curried beef bolognese. Yum. I just am down for that. Yeah. Yum. That it's sounds just delicious. today only. So if you want to think about that, get over to Gray's. Have you watched the crazy TikTok uh, Kardashian ramen noodle situation? No. So you make your ramen with your noodles, but you only cook them halfway and then you pour half the liquid out and then you quickly stir in a, a scrambled egg or not a scrambled egg, an egg that you've whipped. And then you quickly, so it makes like a, a brothy kind of a sauce almost. And then you throw in butter and chives. 
And that's how the Kardashians eat their ramen noodles, and it's become a TikTok thing. I'm un- that's unfortunate. I mean, like, that's how Jake, I, Jake yes. and I have been doing the egg thing and the ramen noodles for a long time. You yep. have to pour out your broth, though. Like, like if you whip your if you whip your egg into your noodles like that, just with all the good broth, it just makes it great. Yeah, that's that's the idea. All the right. creamy. Good for them for inventing everything, because <laughs> Lord knows. Um, I do want to also shout out, besides the fact that you guys want to come see me at Lush for Bingo on Wednesday, I'm oh, going to throw that, that out again, you. but you definitely do want to do that. Um, it is May the 4th, which means, of course, you should go to Meteor Bar and get and dress up in your Star Wars stuff, because it's May the 4th be with you. And they might have blue milk. I don't know. They're doing fun stuff. Anyway, that was it. So, okay, everybody. Have a great weekend. Do not care about the rain. Have a good one. Keep moving. Keep moving. Ciao, ciao.